Hi, y'all. I'm Opal. And I'm Pearl. And we are the hosts of Southern Fried Frights. Absolutely, we are skeptical, self-appointed, non-committal, port-swinging investigators. Our tall tales are a bushel of gruesome gossip, a peck of haunting hearsay, and a pinch of salty sass. Lean in and listen to stories of the unearthly, unexplained, and incomprehensible. Send us your WTF What the Fright stories to Southern Fried Frights at Outlook.com to be read from the swing. Welcome to our new series, Pinpointing Bigfoot Across America. This is part one, The Guide to the Grassman. Taking the search for the Grassman to new heights. Eight and a half feet tall. They're covered in hair. Pretty clear that it's an upright walking animal. Very ape-like in terms of being a Sasquatch. They build nests where they do deer kills. You have the top fourth ranked area for Bigfoot sightings in Ohio. Let's put a pin in Perry County and hear some first-hand encounters. We're back in Perry County and we're going after the grass man. Our field reporter has sent us another WTF. This comes from Scared Cat 62 and she's in the Perry County area of Ohio. If you have a story, let us know and we can get you in contact with her to get it written down and sent in. How many times have you heard, I saw the grass man or Bigfoot? I know you're already rolling your eyes and muttering to yourselves, yeah, right. Here we go again. But no matter how many times I repeat myself or how many years have gone by, I still remember that terrifying moment like it was yesterday. It was about 20 years or so since my encounter. I was in my late 20s and I had just gotten my first job worth bragging about. The county I grew up in and still live in today was already on the decline and good jobs were hard to come by, few and far between. I got a job in Newark, and it was third shift, 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. You want to have some time to spare because you never know what problems you might run into. You had to leave an hour and 15 minutes before shift. I'd been making that long drive since early spring. It was exhausting after working eight hours, but the money sure was nice. On that morning on the encounter, I had just gotten my 90-day evaluation and was now a permanent hire. I was so stoked when I left work that morning, I don't even remember half of my drive. Right at the halfway point, I stopped for my early morning coffee at the Midway. No lie, that was its name. The area I live in is right in the middle of a national forest. This particular year, was one of the hottest beginnings of summer on record. It was muggy and humid, and the old truck I was driving had a hillbilly air conditioner. For those of you who don't know, that's all the windows rolled down on your vehicle. I looked at that steaming cup of black coffee and thought to myself, ooh, I wish this was an ice-cold beer. But the repercussions of receiving a DUI made the coffee all that more appealing. I was still about 30 to 35 minutes from home, so I climbed back in the old truck and headed on my way. Finally, about 18 more miles of hills and winding roads, and I would be home. 
I could almost taste that ice-cold brew. Once, someone I told about the encounter accused me of already having one too many, but I can promise you that was not the case. As I left the last town, there was a total of three hills, one each higher than the last. As I started up the last hill, the sun was just coming over the horizon, and that is when it happened. The Encounter A large buck and doe came leaping off the bank with a loud crashing of branches and brush. I slammed on the brake so hard it was a wonder I didn't have a flat spot on all four of my tires. I squealed to a stop while grabbing a glance at the deer. Their eyes were wide. They looked like cartoons when they bugged out real big. That's when I heard the deer scream. Yes, screaming in terror. That is a sound I will never forget. It made the hair on my entire body stand on end. Then I not only heard, but smelled it. That God awful smell. So foul, it literally made me gag. It smelled like stagnant mop that had been dipped in a bucket of sweat and left to bake in the heat. I'm not even sure that compares to the actual smell. I assume he came crashing out at the same spot the two terrified deer did. I was in a Ford Ranger, and this creature's waist came even with the hood of my truck. He was huge, and I was terrified. The deer were long gone, but he was not. Its hair was long and had a darkish brown but tangled and matted like dreadlocks look about it. His eyes were black, and the piercing look he gave me as he turned his head toward me would have split the hair standing up on my head. He never missed a step, but took off into the woods in pursuit of the deer. I'm not sure how long that encounter took. It felt like hours, but I know it was only about 10 seconds or so. My heart was pounding, and I was screaming just like those deer. I'm not really sure how long I screamed, but I do know I still hadn't moved. The sound of the horn blaring behind me and the driver speeding around and flipping me the bird brought me out of my terrified shock. He evidently hadn't seen a damn thing. I wanted to roll the windows up, but instead, I took my foot off the brakes and pushed on the gas pedal so hard I left rubber on the road where I'd been stopped. I was about five miles from home, but I only made it about two before I pulled off. My crotch was soaked and I thought I'd wet myself, but I realized the coffee had tumbled into my lap. My hands were shaking so bad I couldn't even turn the ignition off. My heart was pounding so hard I couldn't catch my breath. Then what did I do? I cried. That's right, a grown man cried. Not sure if it was out of fright or joy from that horrid beast not turning on me and attacking, but I couldn't get home fast enough. For the rest of the year, I took the long way home, and shortly thereafter I was laid off and the plant closed. So no more great job, but every time I drive by that spot, if there isn't a vehicle in front of me, I speed like the devil or a disgusting, smelly beast is chasing me. Believe it or don't, I can still smell that foul odor. 
and see those cutting black eyes staring me down. So this was a true story sent in to mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Um, this actually happened. This grass man was seen at a very close range. I yes. Mean, eye to eye. Yeah. Terrifying. Absolutely. Encounter. This is one of those ones. It's like, especially when uh, he said I had to pull over and cry. Yeah. I mean, that's usually fear. That's real fear. Absolutely. So, I mean, I know I probably would have pissed. Um, excuse me. <laughs> sure. <laughs> probably would have pissed my pants. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't blame him. I mean, and, and normally you think of, you know, an older man who drives a truck. Well, he was in his 20s. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a like male 20s, who yeah. drives a truck, works at a factory, kind of a manly man. Driving probably in, yeah, a yeah, truck. And, a truck, yeah. you know. And, and so you think... Wow, this, you know, manly man had this experience and it was so much to move him to tears. I mean, yeah, I and yeah, crazy. It is crazy. This is, I mean, but it's real. It's Absolutely. real. And, you know, there's those there's uh, out there. It's like, oh, I know I've seen it. I, but yeah, you have people that are completely just they're just going about their lives. They're normal people they're doing normal things they're hiking they're fishing they're hunting they're camping yeah they're driving absolutely and they happen to have an encounter like this it's so unexpected yeah for one thing um but yeah i don't think i would have been as calm as he well i probably would have i don't know what i i probably would I, I have a feeling Knowing me, if that had happened, I probably would have just hit the gas and taken off. You would have run him over? Probably. <laughs> I'd have been think, so scared. I'd be like, get me the hell out like of here. It would running over a cow. It would have been like running over a well, cow you know, or a horse. It would have been keep trucking. I would be, yep, these tires are going to get to going. Grass man hanging on yeah. the hood. <laughs> I mean, I'd have taken a, pair, a piece of grass man with me. <laughs> you got the burn wipers going? Yeah, I'd have burned rubber on his butt, okay? <laughs> I think I would have really pedaled to the metal then. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know if I would have I well. I mean, I think about oh, cuz I'm a I'm a catastrophizer here. <laughs> I think about well, if someone tries to rob me by coming up to my car and you know, they'll stand in front of your car with a gun or something like, I'll just mow them down. Yeah, you got to mow them down. Yeah. I got a plan. Oh, you know what? I have the same kind of plan. Yeah. Because I always thought if I get in my car and there's somebody in the back seat, Right. And they tell me and they hold a knife to me or a Absolutely. gun to drive. Well, hell, I'm going to wreck the car. Absolutely. I'd rather just, I got my belt on. I'm wrecking the car. Yeah. Or I'm going to drive you right to the police station. Abs- absolutely. <laughs> Correct. That's where we're going. Yeah. And then we'll see. I'll drive the car right or into the police station. If you start driving, you get a little gas on it, then you slam your brakes real hard. They'll fly, because they're not going to have their no. seatbelt on. They'll fly their head right into the headrest of the car and knock themselves back. Yeah. Then you have time to get out, get an assess. Yeah, yeah, get out and make an assessment of what's happening. Of course, if he had a knife, I'd say you brought a knife to a gunfight. Yeah, I pal- got a gun. Pew pew. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you're out of luck. Right. So I win. Absolutely. <laughs> so I think about these things. So I think mm-hmm. I would have floored it. You think you would have floored it? I think I would have. It probably just happened in like seconds. Absolutely. But you know, I, I think I would have froze. Yeah. I would have probably froze. That's too terrifying for me. Or you want to flee and get away, like put it in reverse. Right. Although there was someone that came up behind him. Yeah. So he'd have been knocking. He missed it. He missed it, though. The person missed it. 
Yeah, he, he didn't the person it. missed it, but he went around, so he'd have been, I guess he could have made, but I'm telling you. Yeah, I, who knows? I don't know. It's I crazy. don't know exactly what I would do. I but think I would I be would, terrified. If I saw it, I would also want to take a second, if it's not attacking me, just look at, I would want to take a second to be like, well, what the heck is it? It's at the time a when look. you want a dash cam, but they yeah. didn't have them 20 years ago, but right. gosh. That's when you wanted to get, uh, you know, like get my phone yeah, out. Everybody, I'd be yeah, so start hard. their phone. Yeah, <laughs> it's like get my phone out. I'd be yes. shaking so hard, I wouldn't be able yes. to do it. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, you know what I did? I went on to this site, and this is a really great site. I found it. It's called. The site is called uh, the Bigfoot Field Research Organization, oh. and what they do is they catalog sites sightings people go on and they can be they don't have to give their names or whatever you uh-huh. can just say i had a sighting and you go on to it and you pick your state you pick your county and then you put in what happened so what i did was as i went on the site and um i found around the same time that this individual saw the grass man so in uh-huh. perry county yeah I went on and I found uh, one in 2003 that also s- spotted the grassman. Oh, you want to tell, or at least us, he tell bl- us the yeah. story? Don't go out of the yard of the grassman. So um, it was uh, May okay. of 2003, and this individual was uh, driving on their way back from Chansey, Ohio, on Route 13. And if you're familiar with the area, Route 13 goes right through. Chancy goes through Gloucester, Corning. Um, so they were uh, about four miles south of Moxahela, Ohio, which is also on 13, if uh-huh. you know the area. And I know the area because I'm from the area. So yeah. grew up there in Perry County in the area that they're all talking about. Actually, it was just maybe where the sighting was, was very close to my hometown. So um, this individual had to go to the bathroom. I got to pay. and so um he pulled off um at an access point and he got out of the car and um he kept the car running so the kids that he had the kids in the car with him so they wouldn't be afraid so he kept the car running and uh he had just walked around the car to go and he heard a bunch of noise in the woods Uh uh very near the car and he looked up and there was a face looking at him this is a quote it was like a big type of face, almost like a sunflower, was my first thought. It was only six to eight feet away from me. Whoa. It was a light colored brown when looking at it in the car lights. I froze and thought for a moment, was it there before? Uh, then the sounds that he had heard sounds, I guess, and they stopped because that's what he heard it when it was coming up on him, I guess. Mm-hmm. So he ran around the car and they sped away. I wonder if the kids saw anything. Well, um, he told the kids um, what happened, and they believed him because they felt the hair on the backs of their necks stand up at the site. Oh. And this was around 12.30 a.m. in the morning. What is he doing with his kids out at 12.30 in the morning? Well, it was, uh, maybe it was a party time. Doesn't say what day of the week it is. <laughs> what are you doing with your kids out? Yeah, on the road at twelve thirty in the morning. But later on, uh, this field reporter, the investigator, did a follow up 
on this and they did talk to the daughter who had seen the creature from the car okay uh she was in the front seat oh okay and so she, she said older yeah she said it had a flat human-like face with hair on the cheeks oh she estimated it elvis <gasps> yeah it might have been elvis the missing the sideburns. yeah yeah and you know he got quite large before yeah they he say did he passed said that it was at least seven feet tall, what she saw. Oh. So that's a little nuts. But if you're sitting down, something usually that's standing will look a little taller. So it could have been Elvis. I'm going with Elvis. You're going with Elvis? Yeah. Elvis Elvis. the grass man pelvis? (laughs) That's what we're going with. (laughs) We're sticking with Elvis. It's just a beast in me. But, I mean... How interesting that, you know, something is coming from these woods. Yes. This had to be a man. So I'm going to go with male. Male. With his children who were a bit older because they're in the front seat. Mm -hmm. Yep. uh, Or one is at least. And this human-like face is all they saw. Yeah. It had a big, you know, like it was... The fur around it was like a around sunflower yeah. type look. Like he yeah. saw something. But he didn't say that he smelled anything. He did say he heard something. Right. It was a human-like face when he looked in the car lights. That's what right. it looked like. Interesting. The car lights were kind of shining on it. So that was, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I read his actual parts of it. It was kind of like, I'm saying him again. I'm assuming it is. Only by the right. Only by going to the bathroom. Absolutely, that's my first indication. We have deduced that mm-hmm. it was a male. He did not take a deuce. <laughs> he was <laughs> yes. he was urinating. Yes, <laughs> did not drop the kids off at the pool. Correct. Or in the grass. Correct. <laughs> Although he might have, he might have pissed himself yeah. afterwards. He did not drop the kids off with the grass van. <laughs> that's right. Not a good sitter. <laughs> Probably not. Although. We haven't heard any accounts of him eating people, so... Well, that's the thing, though. They haven't really heard of... Now, I was watching... um, I don't know what I was watching. I forget. You know, I get into those paranormal weird shows. Sure, of course. And some people have claimed there was a a man and his grandson or granddaughter walking, and one jumped out and attacked him, and she witnessed it. Oh, wow. So I did... That was not in the state of Ohio, though. Okay. That was not in Perry County. Okay. Trust me, it wouldn't, it would not be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but this was very close to, um, you know, where I used to live. Absolutely. So, um, and the timeline of our other story. Yes. And the timeline. Very so, cooperative. There might so. be some validity to Absolutely. seeing things, but these are the people that are brave enough to send in something. Yes. A lot of people will not do that. Absolutely. But. Well, a lot of people s- will see something, but they will denial is yeah but we always try to, to analyze it away of course you're gonna look course. for reasons why of course it is not absolutely you're gonna look for a reason yes it's hard to explain how it made me feel I, mean, I had nightmares after do you have another story for us i do i do now these are both from um actually from 2020 these are more oh, recent okay um this was uh I found this pretty interesting. Again, I, I'm very familiar with the area. It was in Perry County. Um, it was on uh, State Route 312. There were uh, 10 people in a rented cabin 
They were doing, mm. probably doing like an Airbnb. It was uh, Thursday, October 29th. Uh, they were there through Sunday, November 1st. COVID so they, was in full effect. Yes. And they were quarantining yes. in a cabin. So it was located in uh, Perry County. Uh, it was part of the Hocking Hills area. Okay. So um, everything was normal. We'll put a pin in the Hocking Hills area. Yeah. Perry County. Oh, I have a story about Hocking Hills after we're done. Okay. I have a terrifying story about oh, Hocking good. Hills. I want to share it. All right. So um, they all started smelling this nasty smell. This terrible smell. And they couldn't figure out where it was coming from. And they didn't smell it in the cabin. It was just outside. Mm -hmm. So late Friday night after uh, midnight, two people were on the deck and everybody else went to bed. And they started hearing loud noises like branches breaking. And um, they felt like they were being watched. And sometimes it would sound, it sounded like something was being thrown. Ooh. And they thought it was one of uh, the other people in the cabin right. pranking them. Uh-huh. Like they snuck out and was pranking them. Uh-huh. Um, and then they heard a loud bang near, um, let me see, near them. So they ran in the cabin from the upper deck because they were on uh-huh. like the upper deck. Okay. Um, the one guy came, the one person came into this individual that's telling the story. He ran into uh, her room and uh, was like, what's going on? Like, they couldn't figure out what the noise was. Right. Um, so this individual, and it's a female, she did, I'm not going to tell her her name. Okay. It was a, a, a an adult woman. Um, and another girl, they went down to the kitchen area where they all started looking out the windows. This would be scary for me. I wouldn't oh. even want to go near a window. Listen, cabins are already kind of scary because you're secluded. Oh, my God. And they turned out all the lights. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely not. And then within seconds, someone was yelling, there it is. There it is. Holy crap. <laughs> you're like sitting ducks in that cabin. Yeah. So um, they went to the kitchen window and in the field right in front of this individual that's telling the story, there stood a large black figure walking on two feet toward the cabin. It was at this point she claims she could clearly see the creature's face. It had big wide shoulders and I could see its eyes. Be a bear. Well, I mean, I think you could probably tell because bears kind of walk like, you know, they don't really walk like a they human. Waddly. Like, they're they're kind of waddly, waddly and their legs slow. are short. Yeah. And they're like, their stride is real slow. And they don't walk a far distance on their back legs, I guess. That, that's true. And then they were all screaming, like yelling, what is that? What is that? But here I am. I've got to find an excuse for it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> excuse and away. Then, and then all of a sudden it turned and went back into the woods when they were screaming. And it came out of um it came out when it heard when it heard them yeah and then they got everyone up and we all went out on the deck oh my god well if it's the tops top deck i would be okay more with that well this thing's huge it could knock but, over the pillars of the deck and knock you right off the deck that's true there we are we're thinking about the worst thing i know and then <laughs> they heard a bunch of weird howling sounds oh my gosh that they've never heard before now these folks are from a town as it would be, I'm familiar with this town too, and it's a city. Okay. Uh, no, not saying they can't go in the woods sure. and they're not avid campers or whatever. Sure. 
but maybe they it could have been a deer listen yeah this grass man was tired of quarantining alone (laughs) and he just needed some interaction but he kept his safe social distancing we're proud of him and then yeah really i mean was he masked (laughs) my gosh he better be and he'll have his hide. That's right. He'll have a grass man on his wall. I don't know who the governor of Ohio is, Mike DeWine, oh. I think. Well, there you go. There, I think it's Mike DeWine. I'm not sure. I, you know. I, I always just answer when I don't, I'm like, I'm not sure. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. Hard to I don't say. know, just by their <laughs> actions. So, um, so then they heard a lot of loud breaking of branches. The branches were breaking. I mean, this guy's lonely. Very. He's lonely. He's sad. He's probably crying, and now he's running through the woods because they didn't want to, you know, invite him over for s'mores. Well, that's right. He just wants to have a. And s'more. then they heard loud sounds in the front of the cabin to the left, and they all moved to the front and heard walking and branches breaking and seeing something moving around. He was given a second go, and that is where they found a footprint. Ooh. So someone, actually, I was talking to someone about this. Why is it they only find one footprint? What does he hop? Oh, really? Well, I mean, nobody says we found two footprints. Well, I think. It's one footprint. What are they hopping? That <laughs> Thumping is around. Interesting. That you is know how they always say, here's one footprint we saw. Yeah. They cast it. It's like, well, where, where did the you know, other he always, footprint? He likes to cover the second one just to throw you off. <laughs> well, yeah. speaking of. His footprint can range anywhere from 10 to 20 inches long. And some footprints appear to have claws, pigeon toes, or flat feet. And some prints are only three-toed. Some prints are only three-toed. Yeah. He has different footprints. It depends on if he's wearing his thongs that day, his sandals, (laughs) or not. You know? What shoe is he putting on? He's got on his Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. He's going to got his cooler, wine yeah, cooler. Absolutely. Or his Mountain Dew. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. So um, they did a follow-up. This is what I really like about this. Uh, they're, they're For short, they're called BFRO. Okay. Bigfoot Research Organization. Okay. Uh, I really, this is a really classy site. I mean, I encourage people to go check it out. It's pretty classy. Stay classy, BFRO. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> um, so they said they also noticed the smell they couldn't figure out. That was the one thing they talked about, how it was not in the cabin. And there was no smell on Thursday, Saturday, or Sunday. So it was only really Friday night. Yeah. So uh, there were four people that saw the sighting. Ten witnessed the smell, sounds, how, and the footprint. And um, it started at uh, after midnight, and then it went till four fifteen a.m. Mm. It was a cold night, but it was peaceful. Hmm. So not for them. And there was light from the moon. Oh, so they might have seen a shadow. Okay. So they did a bit of a follow up. Um, they did interview this individual. They always do follow ups if they leave their name. I guess. So, yeah. so I said it's a pretty classy site yeah it really is yeah i was pretty impressed with it um so the cabin was located um they actually give an address in here i don't know if i want to give that address but it is on state route 312 okay and uh it was later they at first thought it was in logan ohio but it later came back and said that it was actually in perry county not logan 
So, but yeah, that was on eleven eight twenty. She reported that the update. Interesting. That isn't that. I was just like, wow. But this site is pretty cool. Yeah, we'll post it in our um, in our sources at the end of the narrative. On yes, it. We, we will post all of our where we found them at. Absolutely. And you have another one around I the same do. time. I do. Around the same time. It's I'm actually you. in Perry County once again. He's lonely yeah. during COVID. And yeah. he doesn't care if he catches it or not. Yeah, this is in Perry County once again. Now, this happened in 2020 of fall. Oh, okay. September. Okay. Also in Perry County. This happened... Um, at a campground trail and trailhead west of Shawnee, Ohio. Okay. Okay. That's Great. in Perry County. It's off of uh, State Route 93. Shawnee is off of uh, State Route 93. And um, they were in, uh, they were camping, it sounds like. It was a primitive camp. Oh, no, thanks. Primitive camping. No, thank you. So, that. No, yeah, I've been, that was my Hocking Hills terrified thing. I did a primitive camping. Yeah. That was a nightmare. I have my husband to thank for that. That was the night. That was the vacation from hell. Uh huh. And by the time we were done, I was ready to kill him. Yep. Same. We, I almost left him there. Yep. Almost got in his truck, packed up the kids, and left. It was the worst we didn't vacation. Have our children at the time. Just our but dogs. hey, I want to just tell you this. His comment was, "Well, I went to Disney for you." <laughs> Trust me, this uh, this primitive camping camping was nothing like Disney. Absolutely At not. Disney, I had fun, right, and didn't almost die. So yeah. thank you for that. I did not sleep with Daddy Long Legs. Ugh. Yeah, I did not canoe five miles on the Hocking River. No, I do not primitive camp after our last experience. I'm never uh, primitive uh, camping uh, uh. again. He can go on his own. Yeah, mm-hmm. he can go on his own. I'm not going. I'm not doing it anymore. We'll send our husbands together. Yeah, they can go together. Maybe if, they can go on a bigfoot listen, sighting. And if they don't come back, here we are. We've still got each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like. <laughs> So this one here, uh, this is on uh, the nearest road, nearest town, Shawnee, nearest road was State Route 93. So uh, it was two people. Uh, it was uh, individuals. Uh, it was on the Stone Church Trail in Wayne National Forest. Okay. That area in Perry County has got a lot of blanket of the Wayne National Forest. So um, they were walking their dog on the trail. So they did, uh, they were hiking on the local trail system. Uh, They were doing this hike nearly every day. They would do it nearly every day since uh, 2013. They've been doing this. So uh, they experienced several instances of wood knocking and didn't think much of it. Because we know the the, uh, Bigfoot, Grassman, whatever, the knocking. Uh I don't know if that's a warning. The knocking is um, maybe a warning. Of territorial or something. I mean, but I have heard sense. of the knocking. I've had heard of that. Like, if you knock, he might knock back. He or she. We're assuming it's a male. We're assuming. I mean, they've got to have a female somewhere Tall, along the line. Too. Stinky, smelly. It's mm. hitting all the it smells male like points. sweat. That sounds yeah. like a man. Hitting all the male points. I'm, yeah, I'm going to go with that. Yeah, we're going with that. Yeah, so. absolutely. <laughs> So they had heard that before, um, and they had stumbled on some small trees about four and five inches in diameter that were twisted and broken in ways that a human could not achieve. So, you know, that's another thing. They may mark their territory Uh with twisting trees. Yeah. 
um, that's been said. But, you know, if this is a public hiking trail. Right. Do you know how many people will probably do that? Absolutely. Or they may stack up rocks. Sure. Not, you know, that's there's nothing. so many yeah. people that would do that as a hoax. So oh, I don't sure. really, if it was an extremely large tree, but four and five inches, that's pretty. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but it wasn't enough to make them feel unsettled or afraid. Uh-huh. They still, you know, hike the trail, obviously. Right. So they didn't think it was worth noting at the time. Yeah. But on this experience, uh, it occurred over um, a few days in September of 2020. It's an unexplained one. And um, so they decided they wanted to report it because it, they just didn't want to go along. Now, they didn't report this until March 11 of 2021. Oh, wow. But it happened in 2020. Wow. So it was, uh, again, it was September of 2020. They were on an evening hike, and it was between 4.35 o'clock in the evening at the Stone Church Horse Trail System. Okay. And uh, that system is part of the Wayne National Forest, and it is uh, in Shawnee, Ohio, in Perry County. Perfect. And, um, and they heard some howling or roaring sound Ooh. that they've never heard before. Yeah. And it happened twice. And then uh, approximately a minute of silence and between two howls and roars. And she was unable to get her phone out to record it, to record it. And because it happened so fast. I mean, this sure. is usually. Um, so her husband and I, they'd never heard anything like it before. So they were a bit unnerved by the sound. Sure. And I don't blame them. I'd be running the uh, other way. Yeah. The dog better be on a leash because it's either being dragged or left. Right. I mean, every right. dog and man for themselves. Yes. Who can run uh-huh. fastest. Absolutely. <laughs> so they, they spent the night looking up uh, calls of animals to see if they could identify it, uh-huh. which is probably what I would do. I'd probably go on the internet. You know, sure. they're looking for explanation. Absolutely. You know, we're back to that. We're Gotta looking for that explanation. Of course. So a couple days later, they went back out on the same trail system and where they heard the noise and they stopped along the trail to allow their dog to get a drink of water. And uh, her husband was uh, preoccupied with the dog and she was just taking in the scenery. Yeah. And she happened to hear some rustling on the ridge above them. Ooh. And uh, when she turned to look, she saw what she could only describe as a very large bipedal creature uh-huh. walking between the trees and the brush. It was far enough away that I could not make out its features. Uh-huh. Um, specifically, but it was very large. And she could tell that it was dark in color, its fur and its hair. It was dark brown or black in color. And she couldn't give an exact height of measurement, but it appeared to be approximately six feet tall. And it was based on their survey of the surrounding trees. Uh-huh. You know, that's what we sure. normally do. You know, sure. we look at it and say, well, how big could that be? And she called for her husband uh, to look at the creature, but it disappeared over the crest of the ridge into the forest mm. before he was able to see it. Now, this person telling it, the last time you heard the how you didn't have your phone out. Uh-huh. I would be having my phone out I right be on ready. I would be on record the I would entire be, time. I would have been recording it. The entire because time. Because you were going to, you were bound to run into something. Absolutely. So, so then, 
more recently, on February 13th in 2021, at around the same time, around 4.57 p.m., um, she unintentionally recorded a knock, a wood knock, oh. while recording video of her dog. She had her phone that time? Yes, she was recording her dog. I was on the same trail where her husband and I, where they had heard the howling and the roaring. Wow, she went back again. I would never go. No, not after seeing something, no way. Nope, nope. We would be finding a new place. Absolutely. I would be asking for a dog park. Yes. <laughs> we need a dog park. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, she did not, um, she did go back and it sounds like they're still there. So they did do a follow-up because they always do, you know, like a follow-up. That's right. why I said, this is a real classy operation. Um, and um, this individual is a counselor for the state of Ohio she does take her dog there for walks on uh, this trail almost every day. Only rarely has she seen another person on the trail. Wow. Yeah. No, thank you. There's always lots of deer tracks on the Stone Church Trail in all seasons. Wow. So, yeah, she's been there before. Um, she said that the figure was about approximately 50 yards away. And she only saw it for like six to 10 seconds before it crested the ridge. Crazy. Now, you know, one, another thing to bring up is the, um, the mountain monsters. Right. They also were in Perry County. Yes. What as they call it, Perry County. Perry County. We're in Perry County, Ohio. Yep. <laughs> That's what they said. Um, and they did some interviews there. And actually, the town that they were in, New Straitsville, is the next. It's probably maybe two or three miles down the road from Shawnee. Okay. So it's very close within driving distance of a very close distance where they were doing their investigation. Right. So this area, too, is a hotbed for sure Perry County, Ohio. I mean, if you want to see a Bigfoot or a grass man, rather. Do you have this, the uh, statistics on that? How, yeah. how likely you are to sight yes. him if you go? Yes. So because the state of Ohio is ranked four, fourth in Bigfoot sightings, you are 5.7% likely to see a Bigfoot in Ohio. It's pretty great. In these areas. I personally will not be going back to Hocking Hills, to no, Wayne you. National Forest, or any of those things. And what is funny is I just purchased property there that is around the forest. Yeah. And my whole property is wooded. Oh my goodness. If I see a Bigfoot in any of my cams. You better have a yeah, you better have the picture ready. We're posting it. We're living in a concrete house. That's I'm right. telling you, we're building a concrete cabin. But it doesn't seem like they are too intrusive. They they want to, I think they're probably like, I think about bears, how it's right. like you got to be like bothering it, bothering really. it or, you know, whatever. Yes. But I always find it funny. You never see a family. Never. And you've not, nobody's found a body. Never. But they do say they bury their own dead. They bury their own dead. It's always a male. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. I don't know how they're populating without females. Right. It's impossible. Exactly. I don't care what they're telling you these days. Yeah. It's impossible. You've got to have a man happen. and a woman. Yeah. This is not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. You've got to have a female there too to populate. So. So I have some um, statistics here about Bigfoot. Oh. Uh, or the grass man. Okay. So. He ranges from 5 to 10 feet tall, usually in the 6 to 7 foot range. 
Um, let's see. Oh, weighs around 300 to 1,000 pounds, usually 350 to 500. Um, the growls and barks with a, are very like heavy, deep breath, very... Uh, some say it sounds like the cry of a baby or the scream of a woman sometimes. Oh. Maybe more of a high pit. Maybe that's the female. Maybe it is. Has a very strong odor. She's screaming, get your butt home. Yeah. <laughs> come t- come take over these kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's your turn. Yeah. <laughs> the baby needs a changing. <laughs> uh, it smells like mold and rot. Um, so here's my question. Of course, it's hair covered, um, looks kind of like an ape of some yeah. type or a gorilla. But here's my question. Could it be someone or a family of people who live out in the woods in wearing ghillie suits? Have you ever seen a ghillie suit? Yes. Yes, I have. My and father-in-law has one. That. I thought about that. But here's my thing on that. What kind of idiot would walk around in a ghillie suit? Looking like a grass man, you're going to get shot. I mean, it's really not a good I know, idea. But there are a lot of cuckoos out there, girl. I know, but I'm just saying, you'd have to be suicidal to do that. Somebody's going to shoot you. Yeah. But another thing about this area, actually, this kind of came up too. It's like, could it be moonshiners scaring people off? Right. Not that I think they're moons. I mean, there might be moonshiners in Perry County, but um, my other thought was this. What about marijuana growers? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> that's very possible. Yeah. In that area, there yeah. might be some folks that are growing marijuana and they don't want you around their crop. So they're scaring you off by acting like Bigfoot. Yeah. There you go. But. That's my thought on it. It's like maybe it could be a hoax in right. that way. But anyway. I do ahead. feel like it could be very possible there's a ghillie suit man running around out there. I really do. I feel that in my soul. You do? <laughs> well, my well, father in law. Well, ghillie suit men running well, around. My father in law is, I don't know, 6'3, 6'5, 6'2, 6'3, 6'5, somewhere in there. Yeah. I mean, and a big guy. Yeah. Broad. And if he put a ghillie suit on, he would look like Bigfoot. It would look man. exactly like a grass man. Yeah. But what about the face, though? Everyone, I mean, it's like they're always saying it was like an ape. It had a flat face. It had. Well, someone could have a flatter face. But if they're running around out in the woods living out there, they probably are dirty. And it looks that way. And their ghillie suit gets wet and moldy and mildewy and matted. I'm just saying. But they don't wear it to my bed. Well, they probably may. take it off. You don't know. These are there's some. Pe- I mean, people want to be pretend they're animals out there, cats and do- I mean, so you never know. There are cuckoo cachoos out there, girl. Cuckoo cachoos. I feel like this is probably a cuckoo running a, around. It might be a man in a ghillie suit that has a marijuana crop and he's half baked. Absolutely. <laughs> and he keeps his matted, musty suit on so it covers the smell of his weed. <laughs> So you're smoking the wacky tobacco. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I, I don't know. I but I do think people are seeing something. We don't know what it is. And it is very real to them. Yes, it is. And I think if I saw uh, a Bigfoot, I, w- I don't know. It's kind of like if I saw a bear, like 
you know, and I've in seen between, a bear pretty close in up. In between the trees and things, uh-huh. I would probably think it was a Bigfoot. Well, if you see like bears, sometimes they scratch their backsides on trees. Yeah. And if you watch that uh, show, um, The Woods, These Woods Are Haunted. Yes. A lot of people will say, oh, it was a Bigfoot. But I'm like, it could be a bear that's standing up on sure. its hind leg, scratching its back. Right. Because I can't see the face. Right. And sometimes we have that illusion. Our mind's in the shadows yes. of the trees. If it's a nice day, the shadow's coming through it. You see things that aren't there. Absolutely. So I don't know if that, those kind of sightings when they record it and they're saying, I saw, I saw Bigfoot. Right. I'm like, well, I kind of see like it could have been the backside of a bear that's scratching. Right. And of course they're tall. I mean, sure. Black bears can get anywhere from, in Ohio, can it get anywhere from six to seven feet. Yeah. But you could tell if a bear was walking on his hind leg. Yes. And they don't usually walk on their hinds. And their their legs are a lot stumpier. Yeah. And they don't walk that way unless, I mean, they don't just say, hey, today I feel like walking on two feet. I'm just going to walk all day long like this. Right. They're not Yogi Bear. Right. I mean, hey, boo-boo. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is very true. They're not Yogi Bear. So, uh, but yeah, I think I I believe kind of. Yeah. Well, and nowadays with everybody who um, hunts and stuff, they have like all their, like you said, their cameras stuff set up out in their land Mm -hmm. and property and I really hope we get a clearer picture one day or, you know, see something But also that trust value too. You can't really trust people now because they can, they can manipulate. so easy. They can manipulate stuff. Absolutely. Unless I see it with my own eyes, I don't know if I would really. I agree with that. I think I'd probably have to see it myself. Oh, I'm, not I'm that a, I'm inviting, yeah. not that I'm inviting the grass man to show up grass on my man, property. Grass man, you heard in, it here. In Perry County. Don't she has do that. property. Find it. <laughs> I don't want that. Do not come and visit me, especially when my husband's not there. I'm sure so. he's listening to our podcast. <laughs> if he's got any kind of class, he is. Yeah. Gosh. If he's got any kind of class. So, <laughs> Grass yeah. man, if you don't mind, we would like you to follow, like, subscribe, tell share it out. Tell your friends. Mm-hmm. Tell you all know, your friends. Absolutely. We would love to for the grass man to do that for us. To all your stinky and friends. All of you, please. <laughs> Don't be a stranger. Yes, please. Uh, you know, if you have a story and you're just a little afraid to share go ahead and share i mean absolutely you don't have to give your name and you can like i said if you're listening to this and you're in the perry county area uh near there you can let us know and we will send our field investigator scared cat 62 out and uh they will come and they'll do the interview and they'll do the write-up and we'll read it on the on the cast absolutely be glad to do that so just uh, keep us uh, posted. We want to hear your stories. Uh, right now, we are um, looking at other kind of, um, what were we looking Bigfoot at? Bigfoot sightings. Bigfoot sightings. Anything to do a follow-up that we can bring back for our next show? Because part two, what are we looking at for part two? Oh, part two is uh, searching yonder for the Yeti. Searching yonder for the Yeti. So uh-huh. there you go. We have searching yonder for the Yeti. And then we have... Um, Charting the Canadian Sasquatch. Yes. And we have Scouting the West Coast Sasquatch. Great. Great. And we can tell you this. We'll kind of give you a little teaser. We actually do have a uh, actual audio recording of someone that we interviewed for the Canadian. 
uh, yes, story. this is a person who is very credentialed in the field. Yes, um, and in the paranormal world. So we are very excited to uh, bring this to you all. Yes, it's going to be, be pretty one, exciting. So don't That's going to be that'll be part three. That'll Correct. be our part three. Yes, it will. So keep stay in tune, and if you have any stories of your own, we'll gladly put those on um, for those locations for Kentucky Yeti and Canada and the West Coast. All right, we'll see you next week. That's all for this break, folks. Thanks for stopping by a spell. And don't forget to send us your WTF stories to Southern Fried Frights at Outlook.com. We would appreciate you following us on Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and all major podcast platforms. Tune in for next Friday's Fright. Lord willing and the creep don't rise, we'll holler at you later. 